This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's popped up. Shallow center field. Correa is out, calling everyone off. He's there, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Now, the Houston Astros are 2017 American League West champions. Another Astros podcast. Musgrove peering in. Here's the 0-2. Swing and a foul tip into the glove. Strike three, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros win game one of the American League Division Series, topping the Boston Red Sox by a final of 8-2. It was billed to be a big-time pitcher's duel behind Justin Verlander and Chris Sale. Verlander didn't disappoint, but it was the Altuve show in the end. Three home runs by the second baseman. And he's showing why he's probably the top candidate to become the MVP of the American League this year. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hanch. And a good way to start off this division series, taking game one um, from the Red Sox yesterday. And coming into the game, thought it would be a a close pitcher's duel with Justin Verlander and Chris Sale. But able to to jump on Chris Sale, starting with those back-to-back home runs by Bregman and Altuve. Yeah, it was a nice breakout for us early in the game to to get the lead uh, and and put some energy in the building. and, And obviously in the playoffs, you know, one run feels like two, two feels like three. It's amazing how, how much, you know, every run matters. And so to get the first two, even though they came back, it gave us a nice jolt at the beginning of the game. We put up some really good at-bats in the middle of the game. Chase Sale continued to tack on and, and had a nice, comfortable win. And Jose Altuve with a historic performance, a, a three-homer game, only the, the ninth player ever to do that in, in a postseason game. And, and just such a special player and had a special season. Off to a special start in the postseason. Yeah, it's an incredible start. I mean, I, uh, you know, he got good pitches to hit, and he didn't miss them. And, and you know, obviously I'm happy for him. And, and he's the energy that, that's provided in the middle of our lineup. And having that kind of production, having that kind of game almost – uh, is hard to duplicate, but uh, anything's possible with him. He shows up to the ballpark every day with a chance to get three hits. It happened to be three homers yesterday uh, and a great start to the, to the postseason for him. And then Justin Verlander, I mean, had to navigate through some trouble uh, in the in the middle portion of his outing, but six innings, two runs, you'll take that any day, especially in the postseason. Yeah, and especially how he had to navigate through the fourth inning. You know, he got some defensive work behind him. Uh, Reddick had a great throw, and, and we made some running catches, and you know, he wasn't at his best. Verlander wasn't at his best, but he still competed and got through six innings, 99 pitches, and, and had done his job. So I, um, if that's his, his, his okay start or if that's his medium start, then uh, he's going he's gonna to be huge for us this postseason. Now, Josh Reddick doesn't play the last week of the season with the back issue and, and then, of course, the three days before this game started, so hadn't played in a little while. But you put him in the lineup against a, a lefty who's really tough on left-handed hitters and Chris Sale, but a couple of hits for Reddick and, and really really validated that decision. Yeah, well, I think he competes so well uh, that he was going to do something positive for us. And, and, and obviously he exceeded what we thought he, he could do against a guy like Sale. And that shouldn't surprise us because he's, he's – such a good at bat he's into the at bat he swings at strikes he got some good pitches to hit he didn't miss them uh, made a couple great defensive plays and so after being out for a couple of weeks I think we 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 saw what we missed over the last couple of weeks and I'm glad he's healthy 
Now, we've seen Marwin Gonzalez all year. He's been better offensively left-handed, but we've seen him start to get some big hits right-handed. You saw in Boston had the, the big three-run double off of Eduardo Rodriguez, and then yesterday with, with that big double to put you back on head, ahead and getting, getting two runs home against Sale, maybe the biggest hit in that game. It was. It gets overshadowed with the three-homer night by Altuve, but but Marwin's you know base hit to the opposite field, it, it mirrored almost exactly what he did in Boston against Rodriguez with the bases loaded and, and when he's on plane and using the whole field um, he's a really really good right-handed hitter he can get a little pull conscious with the short porch in left field and that gets him in a bad habit but uh, such a good at bat another good at bat later in the game against Joe Kelly that ended in, in, in a strikeout but he still taxed him well enough to to, to keep the inning uh, going McCann because of the big hit behind him so Marwin continues to be a key cog in our in our lineup I, you know, I move him all over the order I move him around the field uh, but he's in the lineup every day. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. Got it. Here's the 1-1. This ball's belted to left. That ball's got a chance. Make it three. Are you kidding me, Altuve? Three home runs. That's an MVP. As the Astros lead 8-2. to two. First Houston Astro ever to hit three home runs in a postseason game. Now Altuve with the curtain call. That's really neat. All five, six of him. They barely saw him. Carlos Correa is my guest today on Astro Launch, and uh, you had the best seat in the house yesterday on deck, and you got a chance to see something pretty cool. Your buddy Altuve going off. Yeah, absolutely had the best seat. Uh, it was so much fun to watch, you know. One homer, okay, two, wow, <laughs> three, unbelievable, you know. It, it was it was something uh that was, you know, obviously really fun being on deck. Uh, it made me feel like a, like a lead-off hitter, not the clean-up hitter of the team. <laughs> Every single time I was hitting with nobody on base, so and it was fun to get the win and, and see Altuve perform at his best. When you guys are playing behind Justin Verlander, is there a sense of confidence? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. When Verlander, Kaiko, Peacock, you know, all, yeah. all our guys are pitching. Uh, there's a high level of confidence but you know Berlander obviously has, has been amazing for for the past month that he's been with us and every time he takes the mound we know we have a big chance to win that game same today with Keigel you know mm-hmm. he's going to be on the mound we know we had a huge chance to win the game we just got to put up some some runs in the in the scoreboard and give him a comfortable lead hey, what's the key for you Carlos to slow things down because for me you're a big big time player you, you show up in big moments when the lights are brightest, what is it for you that's able to keep you calm, especially at this age? Yeah, I just the way I see it is, you know, I work the entire off season, my butt off, clean diet, everything to get to moments like this, and just let my talent take over. You know, uh, the preparation has been there throughout this whole season. Just yeah, just gotta go out there and let your talent take over and have fun as much fun as you can. When did you learn that? I mean, when did you learn to be able to turn off your mind when you're out there competing? I think, I think. Ever since I was in high school, going to all these uh, draft workouts and showcases and wanting to be the first pick overall, but you gotta perform right when the scouts are watching you, and there's a lot of pressure at the beginning when you're a sophomore in high school and then junior high school. Then when you're a senior, pressure is there because if you don't perform to your best every single time, you're not gonna go in the first five picks, and that was my goal. So, you know, since then I've been able to clear my mind and just go out there and have fun. Tell me what it means to you and maybe Carlos Beltran to, to play for an owner that's helped out so much. Jim Crane helping you guys with assistance in Puerto Rico. I can't, I can't imagine a better owner out there. Um, he's, he's, he's been really helpful to every single one of us. Uh, right now I'm sending a plane to Puerto Rico because of him. We supplies to my hometown and, you know, water, food. And 
uh, everything they need over there. So, you know, we can be more grateful for the owner we have. How much contact have you had with some of the family back there? You know everybody's safe? Yeah, everybody's safe. I have a lot of contact. My grandma loves everything. I'm trying to help her uh, repair the house and stuff. So uh, all that matters is their life. Talk about the matchup today. Drew Pomeranz pitching. Throws a lot of breaking stuff. A little different style from the left-hander yesterday. How do you approach him? Yeah, you just, just got to go get a good pitch to hit. Um, try not chase. Uh, Kubo is slow, obviously. You get time to see it, but sometimes it looks good to hit, and then it doesn't. So uh, you got to have the right approach with him, a good plan. Everybody be on the same page, and I think we'll be fine. Last thing with Carlos Correa. Most impressive to me is the way everybody has a plan. Everybody puts together good at bats. Do you guys feel that percolating when, whenever those types of innings are going on? Well, we, we, we go through meetings in order for us to do that. You know, we have meetings every single day about every single pitcher, and, and we discuss the plan. Everybody has to be on the same page in order for this to work. You know, and some guys can be, you know, just pulling off on pitches that you, you can do damage on pulling off. You know what I mean? So we're on the same page. You saw Marwin yesterday with the right center gaff that he wanted to do that ever since he got to the plate. And, you know, when you have that plan and you visualize those things happening, they're eventually going to happen. Carlos Correa, thanks for catching up. Always a pleasure. Thank you. 2-2 again. And Bregman drives this one deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Alex Bregman gets the Astros on the board. It's one to nothing. Okay, we're going to get started with Alex Bregman. We'll start up here in front of the bar. Alex, I know you're, you're looking toward game two, but when you look back yesterday, how special was it for you to, as, a, as Altuve said yesterday, your home run set the tone for the game? That was a fun moment. Um, you grew up as a little kid wanting to play in the postseason, and then um, we were facing a great pitcher and uh, just able to put a good swing on a ball and, and was trying to set the tone and get us started. Hey, um, we've talked before about what you learned from guys like Brian McCann and Carlos Beltran. And in general, a lot of it's about how they conduct themselves, how they go about their work, how they prepare. Is there a specific story you might be able to tell of, of something you noticed about that like Carlos did and you realized, oh, like that, that's what I want to do. That's something I want to pick up. Hmm. Well, before the playoffs started, um, we had two practices here. And I asked him, I said, how... Uh, how did how do you have so much success in the postseason? What do you think what do you think made you so successful throughout your career in the postseason? And he said that he just stuck to his approach. He didn't try and do too much. And um, he kind of enforced that the last two days to all of us. He kind of just said, hey, you need to stick to your approach, what you've been doing the whole year long. And um, that's all I was trying to do yesterday. I was just trying to stay within myself and try and square a ball up. And he uh, He's done that all year for everybody. He's given everybody the best advice, and uh, along with McCann and, and Reddick, those those three veteran acquisitions that we made during the offseason were huge for this team. Alex, your, your second half production really kind of coincided with key guys leaving the lineup at some point. Um, when you have those sort of those sort of moments, how much does it help you kind of prepare? Wait, can you say that again? Your second half production it really kind of coincided with um, Springer and Correa. A missing time when you have that sort of production that sort of success how much does it help you kind of prepare for a moment like you had yesterday yeah i mean um one of the one of the best things about this team is that different people step up on on any 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 given night and um we've been trying to do that all year long and whether the if a pitcher has a bad start the offense picks him up or if two guys in the offense don't have a good day the rest of the offense picks him up and um it's huge man when we 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 just need to step up and um, have each other's back. 
here on the right. AJ was, uh, AJ was just saying that he, he called you a baseball rat. People gravitate towards you in, in the clubhouse. What does it mean to you to be such a young guy with, with the type of clubhouse that you guys have to be contributing every day this whole season? What does that mean to you as a player? Oh, it means the world. Um, since, I was, since I was very little, I love this game. Uh, I put my heart and soul into it um, every single day. Um, to go out there and try and win games for the Astros. And I think that's one of the best things about this team is that everybody's so unselfish and they just want to go out and win and compete. And um, so it makes it fun. Everybody in there loves the game of baseball. Everybody loves playing the game hard and competing and um, works extremely hard at it, whether it's in the video room or actually on the field. Everybody's uh, putting in the hours so we get success in the field. Tyler. Alex, when the, when the Astros drafted you, they were it was clear that the you know the bad years were over and that the, the the vision here was was working. What were your first impressions of the organization? What was your reaction when you got drafted by them? And what was, you know, how did you see that this all was starting to come together um, when you got here? Well, my first reaction was that they already had a really good shortstop, so I didn't know where I was going to play. And then um, they told me to play short in the minor leagues and then move to third base. But um, I thought it was it was a fun organization. Um, so much youth. Um, it was just kind of ahead of the ahead of the ahead of the curve in the analytical department, and um, an organization that works really hard, takes pride in what they do, and um, an organization that wanted to win. And you saw that all year long. That we win, got Verlander. We want to win. We we made those three veteran acquisitions during the offseason. We want to win, and. Uh, Every day during since spring training, I've been working extremely hard, and it's the kind of organization you want to be in. A couple more for Alex. The uh, the home run that you hit was also was on two strikes yesterday. The whole lineup seemed to have big hits with two strikes. Um, what are the kinds of things that now that when you reached the major league level last season and then continuing this season? That you worked on specifically with two strikes, whether it's um, you know something that, that maybe picked up from the staff that they focused on, whether it's something in video. How do you get better at hitting with two strikes? Um, I think it just goes back to your approach. Um, one of the big things that that uh, Hudge always preaches to us is that we need to stay in the zone and uh, we need to get a good pitch to hit. And sometimes we're going to take marginal pitches on the edge and get called out on strikes, but. We, we want to get a pitch that we can drive, uh, a pitch we can do damage on. And I think when you, when you do that, you, 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 don't, you don't necessarily chase as much out of the zone. And, and I think we did a good job yesterday of staying in the zone. And against a guy like Sale, you have to do that. He's, he's got three-plus pitches. His, his changeup was diving. His fastball has some – it feels like it ride, rides a little bit and it also runs away from you. So, um, and then, of course, the, the slider that he punches everybody out on. So – you got to stay in the zone, and you got to get a good pitch hit. Stay in the zone. Mark. Alex, uh, AJ said, among other things, the guys like to have some fun with you behind closed doors. <laughs> How much fun do you have when they're having fun with you? How, can you share some of that with us? Um, yeah, they they give me a hard time. I'm a rookie, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. We uh, we have a we have a great clubhouse. Um, we're always loose and having a good time, playing music, dancing, laughing, um, making fun of each other. And uh, it's fun. You go out, you, you, you have fun in the clubhouse, you go out and compete, and then you come back in and do it again.
This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.